eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome everyone back to the post-game broadcast. I'm David Woods from Bruin Report Online, the UCLA site on the 24-7 Sports Network. And I'm coming to you after uh, UCLA's exhibition win over NC Central. Um... Yeah, not too many uh, different ways to talk about this one. Uh, UCLA did exactly what it should do against a team uh, from the FCS uh, and blew them out. Um, It was, I would say, even probably more of a blowout than last year's. Uh, Alabama State kind of made it look a little bit funkier for a while. Uh, NC Central, this was, I think it was 21-0 within the first five minutes, uh, first eight minutes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was just uh, really an exhibition of uh, basically UCLA's entire roster. Uh, we saw a lot of guys that we don't usually see. We saw five entirely different quarterbacks. Um, Dante Moore in the early going made some, again, just some wow throws. Um, and it wasn't even like he was lasering the ball. Just uh, when you're when you have a good feel for a defense and uh, you're really accurate, you don't really have to worry about lasering it in too much. Um, like that, the one to, uh, uh, I think it was Cam Brown uh, on the little crosser. Um, I mean, he, he could have thrown that underhanded and it would have gotten there. Um, some of that, though, was the uh, uh, NC Central just not being um, equipped to uh, handle UCLA's receiving core. Um, and so that's, it became a laugher very, very early because, uh, each of UCLA's main running backs completely outclassed every defender they were going against. I mean, Carson Steele was just, he was running past guys in a way we haven't seen in the first two games. Um, and then, you know, matching up a guy like Sturdivant against any FCS cornerback is going to be a a mismatch. And, um, I thought, you know, UCLA showed some good decorum in this game by not, um, over exploiting those situations you know they they got their they got their 45 by half and then they were pretty much tapping the brakes even throughout that second quarter um they could have scored 100 if they wanted to um yeah so uh Dante Moore played I think the first three drives then he went out for a little bit came back in for one more drive um Colin Schley played for a while um Ethan Garbers I think had 
just one drive. Uh, and then we saw two drives of Chase Griffin and one for Justin Martin. Um, you know, more was pretty much what we've seen. Um, throwing accurately, making the right decisions. Um, you know, generally no real complaints there. Uh, Colin Schley, I thought was interesting uh, for everyone. That one. Um, so first, amazing touchdown. Uh, the zone read to the edge. Uh, flashed his speed. Um, and then he had that other one on the QB sneak. So... I think that's an asset that plays. Like, I think that one plays across uh, different opponents that, that UCLA might play. The thing I don't know, and the thing that this didn't give me any um, good feelings about, is whether you can actually use him in your base offense, whether he's a true backup or if he's a package guy. Because um, he made one of four throws, um, but even the connection with Josiah Norwood, he threw that through a referee. The referee had to duck. Uh, to make that ball go the right way. Um, and he dirted a ball on a swing pass, and then he also lasered a pick um, over the middle. So I, I, that's the one where I think um, it, it's sort of a weird situation where if Dante Moore has to leave a game for a while, right? Colin Schlee is your better runner for sure, and he might be the guy that you're more inclined to play when you have more, you know, it's kind of a change of pace for more. But I think the true backup to Dante Moore should still be Ethan Garbers, um, because I think Ethan Garbers, uh, you're probably not getting the um, spectacular plays that Moore puts together, but I think you're getting reasonable accuracy um, on throws, you know, 10, 15 yards and in, uh, and I don't think Schley would provide that. Um, and yeah, it's a small sample size, but I'm basing that off of spring too, and I thought this was a good a good indication for people who haven't watched a lot of practice, what we were talking about in the spring with Schley, where it's just kind of a, uh, he's got a cannon, but you don't always know where it's going. Um, the running back room uh, was, uh, I think, yeah, finished. So Adkins went just under at the very end, but up until his last carry, I think, every single running back, um, every single scholarship running back who got a carry in this game was over 10 yards per carry. Um, they all scored touchdowns. Uh, Anthony Adkins ended up being the leading, uh, ball carrier. It was really two big runs for him. And then a lot of kind of scuffling around the line of scrimmage, but those two big runs were pretty huge. Um, Carson Steele was really good. TJ Harden had four, like pretty much nothing runs. And then he broke that 62 yarder, uh, very boomer bust today for him. Uh, and then Colson Yankoff ran well in his time. Um, Again, how much can you take from it? I don't know. I mean, I, I do know. Not much. Um, we've seen Steele and Harden do this stuff, so it, that's that again, that translates. I don't know if Adkins and Yankoff translate it anywhere close to this level. Um, Adkins eyeballing him, um, he, when he can get his pads straight and he can run into guys, uh, he's got some power. Um, he looked slower in this game than I saw him towards the end of spring ball. So I don't know if he was slowed up by something, um, but he needs to, needs to add a little bit of a burst. I think if he's going to be um, uh, like what you would consider a true third string running back where he's actually playing in like first halves of games. And we'll see with the number of plays UCLA has been running this year, whether that even ends up being a factor. Um Yankoff, uh, you know, looks about the same as he always does. Really tenacious, fighting for a lot of yards, but you're always concerned because he's such a tall guy, you know, whether that ball is going to come out when he's fighting for yards. Um, but Steele and Harden were really good. Uh, I talked about the receiving core. Um, no complaints. Uh, we saw more Cam Brown. Um, he was targeted, uh, was the leading receiver, Sturdivant. 
Uh, Kyle Ford had that one unfortunate drop um, where, you know, I think it was a very tough catch. He had to adjust back and, and bring his hands over to the right. But, um, you know, it's the kind of catch with limited opportunities that you'd really like to make. Um, but other than that, I mean, UCLA really didn't throw the ball after, I don't know, halftime. Um, and really without Dante Moore in the game, they didn't throw the ball much at all. Uh, defensively, again, I mean, take whatever you want from the game. There were some interesting notes. All right, first, offensively, an interesting note is that Siali Tapaki played a ton at left guard. Spencer Holston did not appear to be hurt because he played, uh, but Tapaki was the uh, Tapaki was the starter at left guard. So that was um, that was uh, interesting. I thought he played pretty well, shaking the rust off from a long period of time out. Um, and then on the defensive end, uh, Devin Kirkwood didn't start. It was Jalen Davies and John Humphrey at the starting corner job at the starting corner uh, positions, and uh, that was interesting. Um, Kirkwood did play as well, so it wasn't as if he was out with an injury. So these are some moves that are happening in real time that I think are um, just kind of interesting because you would say offensive line generally hadn't played poorly. Holstage was maybe the weak link so far, um, but uh, making that move this early, uh, it's a good sign. And then Devin Kirkwood had played kind of poorly and had been the weak link for the cornerbacks. So, um, you know, seeing that, seeing like no longer a, a, a continued um, emphasis on just playing the same guys over and over and over again, but instead actually making a move that, um, you know, could potentially pay off here pretty quickly um, when the competition gets a little bit stiffer. So uh, that was interesting. That was very cool um, to see those kinds of moves get made. Um, I thought the cornerbacks uh, generally played better, but again, what, what if anything can you take from a game like this? Um, yeah, I mean, standouts defensively, that Leatu Latu pick was really cool, um, and it was good to see him play after he clearly uh, suffered some sort of knee injury last week. Uh, he had that big wrap on his uh, on his knee in this one. Um, Gabriel Murphy, I thought, played really well. Um, the defensive front, I thought, generally did uh, really well. Um, you know, I think uh, towards the end of the game, NC Central started to get loose a little bit more running the ball, but I think in the... First 13 carries, they had 37 total yards, um, so that's pretty good. Uh, they also started to throw the ball again, but that was, again, pretty late in the game. Uh, early on, it was, I think they had 26 total yards for a long stretch of the game passing. Um, so, you know, I mean, the defense did what it's supposed to do against a team like this. I'm not sure how else to say it. I mean, some young guys who stood out, who we probably won't see a whole lot of again, but uh, Donovan Pallott, um, yeah, yeah, give me more of that. Liked watching that. Um, you know, frankly, uh, Kanye Clark, the true freshman walk on corner had a couple of moments. That one TFL was really nice, um, and wrapped up the feet and brought him down. Uh, that was cool to see. Um, not sure what else really, I mean, you know, there was a, a, just a heavy, heavy, heavy rotation of guys playing, uh, throughout the game. So it was, uh, you know, I mean, it's like uh, talking about a practice. Um, it's just hard to know how any of this translates. Um, and in practice, it's because you've got UCLA's offense going against UCLA's defense. So it's hard to know, you know, where's the give? Like, is it is it the offense is so good or is it the defense is so bad or vice versa? Uh, and this is kind of similar because it's against such an overmatched opponent that you're just like, ah, I don't know. Um, but... The things we've seen through the first two games were certainly not um, 
disproven in this one. The defensive front played really well. Uh, I think, you know, through three games, we can say they've, they've been pretty good. Uh, the linebackers played pretty well. Um, and I would say with, with Kirkwood uh, going to uh, the, uh, the bench to start the game, I didn't see any real issues in the corners. Now, of course, that's also in part because it was NC Central. But, um, yeah, beyond that, I don't really know what else to take from a game like this. Um, you know, it's the last FCS on the schedule. Um going forward uh i would you know it it was a nice experience i think for uh, ucla given the parameters given the fact that michigan canceled the series uh to get this on the books doing it with hbcus i thought was really cool i I don't think ucla should do the fcs game again um it's it's one thing to do this in sec country but even in sec country uh, guys lose interest really quickly um and fans lose interest really quickly in the Pac-12, I mean, with UCLA's, uh, you know, I won't say, I will say like a little bit more fickle fan base in terms of uh, whether or not they're paying attention. Um, having one of the 12 games be one that it's it's actually kind of painful to pay attention to, um, you know, not ideal. So I think going forward, maybe make this the last one and just kind of a, a one-off situation where it had to be done. Uh, but I don't think this should be a, uh, a plan going forward for UCLA. But anyway, uh, NC Central, uh, 7, UCLA, 59. And now the Bruins move on to conference play to take on uh, a Utah team that still doesn't have Cam Rising uh, as of this week and uh, struggled a little bit more with their FCS opponent this week. So should be an interesting game, and we will talk more about it later this week. All right, everyone have a good night. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.